Audio articles on Wilson County News made possible by Richardson Brothers Chevrolet in Floresville. Historically speaking, about the Constitution. I find that most people are confused about what the Constitution says about religion. In my classes, I first ask what the Constitution says about political parties. It says nothing. Then I ask which article covers the separation between church and state. That line is not in the Constitution. In fact, the Constitution says nothing about religion or God. The Establishment Clause was introduced when Congress ratified the First Amendment in 1791. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. This left it open to interpretation whether that clause restricts religious influence on government or whether government is restricted from interfering with religion. The wall of separation between church and state did not appear until 1802 in a letter Thomas Jefferson wrote. There are two arguments for seeing the Constitution as a Christian document. First, of framers, not all active churchgoers, but all professed a belief in Christianity. Secondly, the Supreme Court did not hear a case about religion until 1878. So, 89 years, neither the courts nor the government had any problem with some blending between church and state. The state simply could not interfere. The best historical ground for believing in the wall is simply that if the founders wanted to protect Christianity, they could have done so. Almost every state constitution in 1789 had religious protections. It was not something the founders simply forgot to add. The Establishment Clause, left for the Supreme Court to interpret, today, is accepted by the courts. It was not until the 1940s that the courts began taking up religious cases. In 1948, the court ruled that since a school was allowing release time for religious education off school grounds, it was unconstitutional. However, in 1953, the court saw the difference in schools supporting religion as opposed to just accommodating it. In deciding a religious issue, the courts apply the Lemon Test, so named after a 1971 case when the Supreme Court ruled against schools helping to pay for teachers' salaries and books at religious schools. The court established a three-question test to determine if government is running afoul of the Constitution. The test asks if the primary purpose of the assistance is secular, whether the assistance neither promotes nor inhibits religion, and finally whether there is excessive entanglement between church and state. Justice William Douglas wrote, The First Amendment does not say that in every and all respects there shall be a separation of church and state. Rather, it studiously defines the manner, the specific ways, in which there shall be no concert or union or dependency, one on the other. That is common sense, otherwise the state and religion would be aliens to each other, hostile, suspicious, and even unfriendly. Douglas was arguing that the government does not need to be hostile to religion to be separate. Though release time from schools is still allowed, the lemon test has moved government more toward the wall. The controversial part of the test is excessive entanglement and what that means. Instead of clarifying, the Establishment Clause only made it more confusing. With conservatives now the majority on the court, the question is will the Lemon Test continue to apply or might the court swing the other direction and protect religious rights as we have seen, with Hobby Lobby and Burwell v. Hobby Lobby. Dr. James Fink is a professor of history at the University of Science and Arts of Oklahoma and chair of the Oklahoma Civil War Symposium.